This is News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. And this is Atlanta. The food, the wine, the entertainment, the lifestyle. This is Melinda Skelton's Atlanta Living. Sponsored by Vain Innovations. And welcome to Atlanta Living. I'm your host, Belinda Skelton. I have to say, one of Georgia's hidden gems are the state parks and historic sites. So I brought in the director of Georgia State Parks and Historic Sites, Becky Kelly, and Kim Hatcher. She's the public affairs coordinator uh, for the state parks and historic sites here in Georgia. Ladies, you have come a long way in the past, say, 10 years with the parks. So, Becky, tell us about since the, you know, the economic crash in 2009, what's happened with the state parks in Georgia? Oh, my, Belinda. Well, thanks for allowing us sure. to be with you this morning. Um, we have a great story to tell. Georgia State Parks one of Georgia's true gems, has been through a little bit of a roller coaster the last few years with the economic downturn. Um, we've had to look at our state parks and really decide how we want to move them forward positively in the future. And when we were hit with some budget cuts back in 2009, we really looked at how people were using our parks and what we needed to do to improve um, our visitation. Because we know Parks are great for our economy. Right. They're great for our state. So we kind of hunkered down and looked at ourselves and really looked at the 63 parks that we had in our system in ways that we could make them more attractive to our citizens. So we have made lots of adjustments in the way we operate. We've been able to make lots of improvements in the day-use activities of our parks as well as our overnight accommodations. And we're feeling pretty good about where we are now, that we're moving from a position where we were struggling to survive to the opportunity that we I think we will actually be thriving in the future. So I felt like years ago that our Georgia State Parks were kind of sleepy and a little a little tired but now they're vibrant they're happening they're current they have the opportunities and the activities that people and families really want to participate in and there are you mentioned um, 63 or 64 state parks in the state of Georgia and gosh a lot of those are right around us here in Atlanta a lot of those are probably just a few miles from your house and you didn't even know it that we, if we had a nickel for every time somebody said, gosh, if I only knew, um, we would probably be able to um, offset our budget um, challenges. But yes, we're right here. The Metro Atlanta community has four state parks right in your own backyard. Red Top Mountain up on the northeast corner. Southwest is Sweetwater Creek. On the southeast, we have Panola. And then on the northeast, we have Fort Yargo State Park. And we've been focusing in on the properties that are most attentive to our urban population because we know that that's the population we yeah. need to attract to introduce to our state parks because if we can get them in the parks that are close to Atlanta, yeah. once they find us, they're going to love us and then they'll start going out to other properties statewide. So um, it's, a, it's an exciting transition time for us right now. So 
you had uh, 70, about seven, 7 million visitors annually. It's an amazing thing. Um, we, we usually host about 7 to 8 million people. And the important part of that is that that brings good money into Georgia. Yeah. When we look at the economic impact of the things that are positive for our states, positive for our parks, and the communities in which we um, operate, the state parks last year with those 8 million visitors brought in over $610 million worth of economic activity in our state and well over 6,000 jobs that wow. were supported by the activities of our state parks. And if those numbers weren't huge mm-hmm. enough, when you look at the value of outdoor recreation totally in the state of Georgia. Um, I like to compare it to the film and in, uh, industry, the movie sure. industry. That, that is that's so, just boomed here in Georgia. It's going crazy, and it's great. It's mm-hmm. a great opportunity, and that's bringing in, I, I've heard a figure of about $6 billion, and that's wonderful. Well, well out, I know. I, and outdoor recreation, when you consider the hunting and the fishing and the recreating and the hiking and all of that, it comes in at $23 billion worth of economic impact on a positive side to our state. So um, that that generates well over $1.4 billion in state and local taxes. So it's good for our economy. Parks are good economically as well as socially and from a conservation message so um, we've got a win-win going on now with the positives of parks we do we do and it will just help your soul to get outside (laughs) one of my favorites sweetwater creek it's just um, i-20 west what 20 minutes from atlanta and um, it's a short hike to a beautiful ruin i think you said it was a textile ruin mm-hmm. from the Civil War era. Mm-hmm. And then you just told me that it was in one of the Hunger Games. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we have a lot of people who are excited because when they see the movie, they go, wait a minute, I've seen that. Yeah, it's a textile mill that had been burned during the Civil War. Um, what's interesting, you can still see the foundation. Oh, yeah. When, when you're hiking around the trails there, you'll still see some of the bricks. Um, it's really interesting. We have park rangers that take guided hikes to the mill so you can learn about it um, and, and see it up close. And what's nice is it's a pretty easy hike. Mm-hmm. It follows along the creek, and yeah, so it's, it's relatively flat. But then if you keep going past the mill ruins, you climb up these bluffs with these fantastic views of, well, it's called Sweetwater Creek. I kind of think of it more of a river. It's it is pretty a river. big. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a river. Yeah. Um, there's several miles of hiking trails there. So mm-hmm. it's a great place to explore. You would never know that you're right off I-20. And then there's a lake, which um, you offer paddleboarding, which I'm dying to try, and that's huge. And that just brings us to all the kind of adventure activities that the Georgia State Parks have started offering because you you found out that these are what your customers want. Yeah, exactly. You know, people have changed a little bit. And and there's certainly there's value to just spending peace and quiet time in parks. But a lot of people want some exercise and they want some fun recreation. Mm-hmm. So we have the stand-up paddleboard rentals, kayak rentals. We have these things called aqua cycles. It's sort of like your own personal little pontoon boat, but yeah. you pedal it like a bike. Um, the park rangers have guided paddles at Sweetwater Creek. Um, there's really a and lot. And a kayak or? 
or, or in the paddle boats in in the kayaks. Okay, mm-hmm. um, and you can rent those. Absolutely, you can rent those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. you can rent them and go on your own, or you could go with a guided trip if you wanted to do that. Um, what's really exciting is that we just opened a yurt village at Sweetwater Creek and some primitive campsites. So this is the first time we've had overnight accommodations at this park that's so close to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And there are, of course, you can make day trips to a lot of these state parks in Georgia, but almost every park has overnight accommodations of one type or another. That's right. Um, We really, starting out, you know, most people think of state parks as camping, but um, we certainly have all types of camping, from primitive camping to group camping to the RV camping and now the glamping with our yurts. um, Okay, now explain to people what a yurt is. Well, a yurt is a hard surface tent that is stationary. It's um, uh, a wonderful ability to kind of, you you have bunk beds and you have some furniture and some of them um, even have fans and air conditionings. I don't think we've added air conditionings to our yet, but you know, we'll we'll (laughs) listen to our customers as we move forward. But you can still have a campering and cook outside. So you have all the assets of being outdoors Mm -hmm. camping, but you still have a nice soft bed to sleep on inside. So you kind of are accommodating what people want according to their their desires mm-hmm. whatever they mm-hmm. whatever their idea of camping is well we Yes. The the short answer is yes, because we want to invite people to get outdoors. Um, the value of being outdoors mentally, physically, you know, socially, all of those things are great for us to do, particularly in our urban devi- environments where we're just so stressed. So just being around parks makes you feel better. Oh, but absolutely. when you can get into them and understand and, and commune and engage with nature, and uh, like Kim said, we've got people on our teams now that help you do that if yeah say i want to camp for the first time becky or kim and um i don't know how to set up a tent <laughs> we heard from a lot of people that they wanted to camp but they didn't own the gear and they didn't want to invest in it without right. trying it first so we started a first-time camper program where we actually loan you the gear for free and you camp for two or more nights um, and in select state parks that have this program and they kind of help you learn how to pitch the tent and, and make a campfire and just experience camping every single family or group or even we've had people stay by themselves have come back saying oh my gosh i love it i want to go camping again yeah because that's a great way for a family to come together and uh experience something new if they've never done it before and see if they want to invest in the equipment and do it again that's right and and we're learning that with the paddle boards a lot of people come out to our parks and use the paddle boards the same thing with the archery program we're here we see that we have the opportunity to introduce these activities and uh, that's what our state parks want to do is just introduce you to the outdoors all right we're going to do more of that we're going to take a break becky kelly director of georgia state parks and historic sites along with kim hatcher with public affairs coordinator for the georgia state parks we're going to take a break when we come back we're going to tell you more of the georgia state parks that you need to visit that are right around you you're listening to atlanta living only on news 95.5 and am 750 wsb now more of belinda skelton's atlanta living And 
Welcome back to Atlanta Living. We are talking about Georgia's hidden gem, our state parks. And I'm here with Becky Kelly, Director of Georgia State Parks and Historic Sites, along with Kim Hatcher, who's Public Affairs Coordinator for the State Parks and Historic Sites. Okay, Kim. So first of all, People are all into when the leaves are changing at what area they're going to be at. So y'all have made it so easy. (laughs) Yeah, we have. It's nice in Georgia that we have great color through the late October, even early November. So if you go to georgiastateparks.org, you'll see our LeafWatch 2015. Uh, It's a great travel planner where the park rangers send regular updates of how the fall color is doing there's an event calendar there's the best state parks to go for fall color um, safe hiking tips all that you need to know to plan when to go out and see those pretty maples Okay, that's georgiastateparks.org. Right. Okay, so we talked earlier about camping sites, but you also have cabins? We do. We have really nice, uh, fully furnished cabins. Some of them are dog-friendly, so if that's important to you, you can call ahead and request one of those. Um, We have adventure lodges all over the state. Amicalola Falls and Unicoi just did some great renovation up there. Um, so there's a many different ways that you can spend the night. It's just not just camping. Not just camping. Okay, folks, there is something for everybody at a Georgia State Park. So please take advantage of this. They have renovated, freshened up, and they have something for everybody. I promise you, you're going to have a blast. Visit georgiastateparks.org. Um, Kim Hatcher, thank you so much. Becky Kelly, thank you so much. Folks, get out and enjoy the outdoors. Do something fun or just chill. It's all out there in your backyard. You're listening to Atlanta Living only on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Depend on it. This is News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. And this is Atlanta. The food, the wine, the entertainment, the lifestyle. This is Belinda Skelton's Atlanta Living. Sponsored by Vane Innovations. And welcome to Atlanta Living, folks. I'm your host, Belinda Skelton. Well, if you're feeling the need for speed and having a lot of fun, you need to check out Andretti Indoor Karting and Games. Hey, there's a new location in Marietta. Here to talk about it is Eddie Hammond. He's one of the partners in Andretti Indoor Karting and Games. Welcome, Eddie. Thank you so much for having me here this morning. Okay, so, you know, we've had the location in Roswell since, what, 2000 and... 2001. 2001, and the location in Marietta just opened. We're so excited. We can't wait. Okay, well, so I've not been yet. So I'm talking all this big game because I am a go-kart freak. Okay, I'm the slowest driver on the roads in Atlanta. I mean, I'm grandma, but I am hell on wheels when it comes to a go-kart. You certainly are a kind of customer for sure. I I am headed there. Now, Andretti is not just any go-kart track. I mean, it's something really special. It is. Typically what you see is, you know, uh, guys that are into the sport, they, they, they rent a warehouse and they put a go-kart track and they go out and tear the track apart and they have a good time. And because it's, their, it's something that they like to do, they bring their friends and they charge a couple of dollars for it. What we've done is we've created a brand behind it. And uh, it's not just for people that like racing. 
yes, for the entire family. So we, we in in Marietta, we've added bowling and laser tag, and 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 uh, uh, the games obviously are uh, latest technology. We've added simulators that people actually don't have to get on a go kart if they don't want to. They can go on a simulator and drive a, a, a race track, you know, for twenty minutes yeah. if they wanted to. Wow. Okay. So you have the Andretti name behind you um, from the famed race car driver, Mario Andretti, who, gosh, give us a little bit of his past. I was reading up last last night. I mean, he was uh, the first American to uh, Italian American to win Daytona, um, Indianapolis and on and on and on. Mario is a legend. It's a legend. Uh, Mario has won everything that he's ever raced in. You know, it's interesting that not many people know this, but uh, Mario actually drove in NASCAR. He drove one race in the 500, and he won it. Uh, yeah. He won the 24 Hours of Daytona in 1972 in the Ferrari, a uh, number two car. That it was interesting because we built a mural ar- around that in Marietta, and uh-huh. he worked in uh, last night, and so it, and he was just blown away that uh, we remember that, and uh, it, it was a special moment to see him smile like that. So he was at the opening in Marietta, uh, Mario Andretti and his family, and they raced. They were oh, it was a lot of fun. We we did a VIP night for them. It's it's their time to come and shine, and to see the properties when we the owners. You know, the rest of the partners take a back seat to them. And um, and this time it was special. We, uh, you know, Michael grabbed his plane and uh, they, um, Michael and Marco. Marco is uh, Michael's son. Uh-huh. Um, and then Michael, obviously, is Mario's son. And John is Michael's uh, nephew, which is interesting. Not many, not many people know that Mario has a twin brother. His name is Aldo. Oh, that would be awful to be Mario Andretti's you twin brother. You know, Aldo, Aldo is, a, uh, is a racer himself. Actually, he has uh, uh, certainly done uh, well for himself through the years now. Obviously, they're both 75 years old. And, uh, and then now, uh, last night, we had uh, Jared there, which is John's son. He's only 21 years old, and he's the up-and-coming star. Of course, we got Marco, who's an active driver. Well, the Andretti name means racing. Around the world. Completely, yes. And so it certainly does here in the Atlanta area with uh, the Roswell Indoor Karting and Games and now the one in Marietta. And so it's not just any indoor karting. It is, and I just came back from Gatlinburg and Pigeon Forge, and there's a place on every corner. But this here in Atlanta, I mean, you were talking laser tag, and it's state-of-the-art. You have a bowling alley. You have, um, what is it called, the uh, the ropes course, we have the a ropes elevated course. ropes course. Yes, we do, and it's interesting because those uh, ropes courses, we wanted to to provide something for kids to get up there and not, because nowadays the kids sit in front of a computer or a video game mm-hmm. console, and that's all they do for days on it. In our place, we want them to be active, and that's one of the things that Mario uh, has emphasized through this process. As we move through the locations and we're building more, there'll be other things added, but we want kids to be active, not just sit in front of a video game for hours and, uh, and hours on end. The go-karts, they're challenging, and we moved from gas cars in, in Roswell to electric cars, which is temperature controlled. The, one of the neatest things about electric cars is that you, if you know anything about driving and racing, uh, there's something called torque, which is the force coming out of the turns. You don't lose that 
with electric cars. So the competition, you can actually, let's say, have 50-pound difference in weight from driver to driver, yeah. and the car adjusts itself the torque, so you keep up with that person, and you're able to to pass and maintain the time. Well, you know, I don't weigh very much, Eddie, so, you know, that's a disadvantage for me. No, actually, that's an advantage <laughs> for you, because <laughs> you'll be able to be just about everybody else, but, uh, and incidentally, yesterday, I took the time to post the track uh, a record at 24.7. So all your listeners out there, when you get there, they uh, my name is Eddie, but they call me uh, uh, Fast Eddie, uh, the employees. And uh, and it's not like I practice too much, so I consider myself pretty good on the track. Well, we'll and I posted that. at 24.7 second lap, so please go out there and beat it. Okay, so I think it's very interesting that Okay, in the Roswell location, it's gasoline-powered cars, but you don't have the fumes inside. How do you take care of that? It's a very complicated exhaust system. You know, we have inside that, that the 60,000 square feet of the track area, there's about 28 different fans that are bringing air in and out constantly, and every 90 seconds, the entire air of the entire facility is uh, completely changed. So there's no way that people can get that exhaust gasoline headache or lightheadedness? No. And and back in 2001, boy, that was a major endeavor to do that, engineering to do that. And, uh, and, and obviously, as the technology moved forward and electric cars came about, um, then oh, that's the way to go because it's all temperature control. And pretty soon... Uh, the batteries uh, that are going into into these cars right now we we run eight minutes and we charge eight minutes so we have to have twice as many cars. Lithium batteries are coming up, and we'll be able to run a go car at fifty miles an hour for for about thirty two minutes. Yeah, how fast do these carts go? They they're capable of doing sixty miles an hour, but the track is designed in a way to keep all things safe. That your your top speed is about forty forty five. You know, but the rest of the time you're coming out of the turns. But as I said, you don't lose the speed on the turns, so you're sliding and going. And of course, when you have 12 people at a time on the track, it, it's pretty neat. Okay, I am like antsy as all get out. I can't even wait to finish this interview so I can get out of here and go. This sounds so much fun. I mean, do you take reservations? How does this work? Well, in it, you can just come in and and uh, and drive. That we call it arrive and drive. So uh, it's important that you come in, and uh, most of the time those races, especially on the weekends, are very busy. One thing that we did very special in, in Marietta that we don't have in Roswell, which by the way, those that are in Roswell, is in the plans for 2016 uh, to add a track. But what we did is the only really track of its kind in in the world in which we were able to build a track on top of a track. In Marietta. So in Marietta, we actually have three go-kart tracks. Are you serious? On top yes. of each other? On top of each other. So when you you can actually go, uh, the lower track is about 24.7 if you're fast steady, seconds around. And, uh, okay, what's going to be my racing name? The, mm. Oh, you need to start thinking about that. Yeah. So, and, uh, and the upper track is actually a long track at 39 seconds. Uh, it's a lot, and that's the that's the one that Mario and the family drove. Okay. And I tell you, there's there's an amazing experience. It was designed by John himself, John Andretti. I sat down with him, and we worked it out. And uh, and every corner, every little detail on the track has got his name on it for sure. So I mean, do you have the curves are kind of banked a little bit, or in some of the areas, and and we have turns where you're actually drifting, sliding the whole time, and you got to know what you're doing. 
This is not. I your, know what I'm doing, Fast th Eddie. This is not your grandpa's track. <laughs> this is the real deal. This is the future. You know, and we, we, we not only have the best name, they, they, they just didn't decide, hey, here's our name, here's some money, go build the track. They are involved in every single aspect of our business. Now, who was the first person that said, let's take go-karts and put them inside? Well, it all, started, it all started with John Andretti back in 1996 in, uh, in Daytona Beach. He was coming in for the races. I was... Um, I was working as the general manager of a little go-kart track across the street from Daytona Beach called Speed Park, which incidentally today we own. Um, and, um, and we just became friends. And we talked about building something with their name on it. You know, mm -hmm. I knew that that name was very powerful as a businessman. Yes. But also, John and I got really close, you know, because we don't model our, our, our company based on, on their success. Mm -hmm. We model it in, in their values. Right. These are really good people. And, uh, I, you know, those were there. They were there last night, 500 people. Wow. Got to see that. John was gracious with everybody and, and Michael and, 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 and Mario. So we just started talking. We built an outdoor facility, and our first one in Melbourne, Florida. Mm -hmm. You know, it was our test facility, and it's still there 16 years later. Wow. It's our jewel. Yeah. It's a beautiful 18-acre park uh, with go-karts and batting cages and video games and uh, for the entire family, bumper boats. Rockwell. Oh, fun. Then uh, a couple of years later, you know, the idea came up to say, you know what, what if we build a corporate center? Because that's, that's what we do a lot of. We bring corporations to have a great time, a yeah, great day. Companies that want to have team building or yeah. uh, corporate and, parties. And Mario is big on food. He <laughs> well, loves, who isn't? He loves, but he, he never found a, a good restaurant where fresh food was available. So we said, well, so what about if we build a restaurant where all the food is fresh and, and, you know, we don't sell any frozen food and everything is gourmet and, you know, and so we did that and say, oh, what about if you add games and a rock wall and a simulator and before not long, it became this big thing and now, now we have the, the, the proper backing and, and all, the, all the pieces in place. To, uh, to get us to, to the next level. And now we have the Andretti compound known as indoor karting and games and Marietta and um, Roswell. And we're going to take a break. We're speaking with Eddie uh, Hammond. He's one of the partners in the Andretti indoor karting and games. And when we come back, we're going to talk about the other things that you can do there besides racing. So stay tuned. You're listening to Atlanta Living only on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Now back to Belinda Skelton. Welcome back to Atlanta Living. I'm Belinda Skelton along with Eddie Hannon. He's with Andretti Indoor Cart and Games. And we're talking about go-karts and indoor laser tag. Eddie, what else does Andretti have to offer? Well, we have um, in, in Roswell, we have two um, simulators called the Cruden. And those are some of the simulators that F, the Formula One drivers used to practice. Oh, wow. And because we're relatively close, we didn't want to use the same simulators in Marietta. So mm -hmm. we went out and found a company called CXC out of California, American-made, yes. And, um, and these guys actually, some of the NASCAR drivers and Indy drivers use these simulators because they, they actually have mapped out by satellite the actual tracks. Uh -huh. So you can actually go in there and drive any track, and just like a driver, like and actually, actually, Marcus was uh, uh, Marco Andretti was out there um, on Tuesday night, 
driving the cars, and he he told me, "I'm blown away how how close to the real thing this is. It's unbelievable." That's incredible. Okay, so birthday parties, weddings, social events, quinceañeras for those that celebrate uh, on the Spanish community. We do, we do it. We do everything. We have complete catering, kitchen. They'll take care of you. Whatever you want, any menu, nothing. It's all great. And and uh, uh, one of the interesting things about our food is that in Marietta, we have an um, brick oven pizza that we brought from Naples. And Mario was cooking pizzas last night. There. Oh wow! An Italian man who loves fresh pizza cooking in the brick oven pizza. That is incredible. So if people want to find out more information, where should they go? They can go to andreadycarding.com. They can certainly follow us on Facebook, Twitter. You know, give us a phone call. Anything, you know, always stay, we always stay very much in, tie, in touch with everyone through social media. Well, cutting edge of fun. That's where Andretti Indoor Karting and Games. Eddie Hannon, thanks for joining us in the studio. Thank you for having us. We look forward to seeing everyone there. I'm going to come up with my race name right now. You're listening to Atlanta Living only on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Depend on it. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.